Good afternoon, Crossroads Connect Group leaders. This is Lindsay, and we are going to cover uh, the week of October 10th, Session 3 of Don't Give the Enemy a Seat at Your Table. This session is titled The Battle of Our Minds, and I'm not going to go through every question this week, but I just want to kind of highlight a couple things before we dig into the notes. Uh, just a couple announcements just to make sure that your groups are, are ready and prepared for. Number one is we do have a marriage conference coming up uh, next weekend. And it's going to be with Ted Cunningham. It's going to be a great time for you guys. It's going to be funny. I don't care if you've been married for uh, you know, six months or you know, 50 years. I think this is going to be a conference and a weekend that you will want to be a part of. Ted is funny. He's pastoral. Uh, he, he's, a, he's a pastor himself. Uh, he's, a, he's a great shepherd of hearts. And I promise you this is going to be something that you're going to want to be a part of. So I encourage you to get your tickets at Crossroads. Christian.org. You can register uh, you and your spouse if you're married um, for $40, uh, or if you just want to come individually, uh, you can you can come for $25. So um, make plans for that. Invest a little bit in your marriage. I think that'll be really really good for you guys. And the second thing is we have missions weekend coming up first weekend in November, and I want to encourage you to be a part of that as well. Uh, if you've never been a part of one of those, those are those are great experiences to see and love and hear from our missionaries. Uh, that uh, that really do so much for the gospel all across the world. So uh, we'll, that will be the first weekend in November, and you'll want to be a part of that. Uh, you can get your tickets on Sunday as well in the Grand Hall, um, and uh, or you can go to crossroadschristian.org slash events, and, and they'll, they'll do that there as well. So uh, this week is called The Battle of Our Mind. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit a couple questions here. The first one, is question number two under getting started. It says, read 2 Corinthians 10, 3-6. What are the strategies Paul recommends for winning the battle in our minds? Uh, and that's a, that's a verse that you should be familiar with. It talks about taking every thought captive. Uh, it, it talks about we are to do that so we obey Christ. Uh, and eventually, uh, the, the point is, being, is made there in the text that we need to fight the battle uh, with God's divine power. Okay, So you'll kind of address those two first questions coming up. Uh, and, uh, before you watch the video, and that'll be really good for you guys. Just to have some light discussion before the video plays. Uh, play the video just like times before. Uh, have a word of prayer before you do that. Play the video. It's about 20 minutes long, and then you'll come back and answer these following questions. Uh, number one says, why is it so critical, critical to win the battle of our thoughts? How do you respond to the idea that regardless of what happened in our past, we have the ability to make halftime adjustments to help us secure a victory? I think that's an important question because each and every one of us have had seasons of our life where, um, you know, we feel like maybe maybe we're, we're judged by something that we did uh, years ago or this one thing that we can't seem to forget about uh, that Satan continues to remind us of tends to kind of plague us um, as we move forward. So uh, that's a great question. It's a great question to talk about. Uh, and just a couple of the things that I thought of as, as I want to answer that question. I, I said, winning the battle of your thoughts, uh, you'll see this on Leader's Guide, and, and you can read through it there, but winning the battle of your thoughts um, is critical because we tend to live according to our thoughts. And so when we think one thing, we, we tend to follow that, 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 that path. Uh, and it should be encouraging to us to know that our past does not have to define us, uh, and at any point we can pivot and secure a victory. Uh, just like you shared the story about that about the football team, um, we can absolutely do that. Just like when you watch sports, oftentimes 
in a baseball game. It's the seventh, eighth, and ninth innings where where uh, there's a pitcher change or something changes in the game that helps sometimes a losing team turn things around uh, to secure a victory. Same is true in football. Same is true in basketball. Okay. Um, so that's question number one. Uh, jump down to question number three. It says in Genesis 3, read, read the story of Adam and Eve and the fall of mankind. It says, what strategies did Satan use against them to convince them to sin? Uh, how, does, how does he use those same tactics today to exploit the cracks uh, that he can find? So uh, go to Genesis 3, read, read that story. I believe it's verses 1 through 6, uh, but you can read you know, a bigger chunk if you want to. But uh, as a leader, I would read that ahead of time. Have an understanding of that that's the fall of man should be a familiar passage to all of us. Uh, but essentially, Satan put doubt in the mind of Eve. Uh, he, she doubted whether or not what God said was true, and Satan also used uh, that lie to distort the truth of what God had already spoken. Uh, you can get into a whole bunch of other other side of things, but obviously, you you get the you got the husband and wife, and the husband who's not led his wife well, all those sort of things. I wouldn't get into all that. I just think if you look at the toxic tactics that uh, Satan used there in the garden um, with Eve and, and Adam, uh, I think he uses those very same things, same things for us to exploit a much bigger issue. Okay. Uh, question number four, uh, those four strategies there he's going to talk about in this video. Uh, we went ahead and put them on the thing for you, but um, I would encourage you to just take your own notes when the video is playing. Because uh, you might say a thing or two about each one that's important to you, and I would make notes notes right there on your on your discussion question sheet. Okay. Um, question number five says we often like to blame others for our thoughts and our attitudes, but according to Matthew fifteen verse nineteen and Mark seven twelve, what's the real culprit, and what can we do about it? Okay. And and, and the, the 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 leader's answer there is our evil thoughts come from the heart of man, which is what the text is going to tell you. Okay. The best way to overcome this is to do what David said in Psalm 119.11, which he says, hide God's word in your heart. Uh, and that's great advice for each and every one of us. Uh, so uh, then we go into the second part of that question that says, according to Philippians 4.8, what can or should we do to focus, uh, focus on our own minds? As believers, we are to meditate and focus on all things listed in that text. You know, anything that's good, anything that's excellent, focus on those things. In other words, the implication for us is that we need to essentially focus on the things that are pleasing to God. That's what's pleasing to Him, those things that are listed there in that text. Okay? Uh, and then you'll flip over on the back side. There's a practical application. Uh, what are some things, some ways we can overcome busy schedules, interruptions, and distractions this week? in order to spend time alone with God. Uh, I just gave some practical um, tips there that I thought were, were good. And the first one was make time with God that your number one priority. Uh, you know, for a lot of people, you know, we, we wake up, our alarm goes off, and the first thing we do is we check our email, we check our social media accounts, uh, we do all kinds of things, uh, but we don't always go directly to the Word of God. I know I'm guilty of that. So uh, I would encourage you to make God the number one priority. Do, do that before your feet hit the ground. Uh, make a list, a to-do list. I, I like to-do lists. Uh, that does help me stay on task. And I think if you put time with God at the top of your to-do list, that will help you do that. Journaling, I think, would help. Um, uh, my wife is great at this. She sets alarms for all kinds of things on her phone. Uh, uh, there will be an alarm go off, and I'll be like, what is that? Uh, she sets alarms for all kinds of things that are important to her, 
and I think we can do the same. Set an alarm on your phone that says, have your quiet time. Uh, I think it's best to do that in the morning, but if it, that doesn't work for you, then set a time at, during the day that will work for you and uh, make that a priority. And the, the last one I think is the, the, something each and every one of us can do is enlist a friend. Enlist a friend to do a reading plan with you. Uh, there's accountability in that. Um, you can have discussion afterwards. And so I would encourage you to do that. Any of those things are, are helpful. You may have some of your own that you want to talk about. And that's fine too. Uh, I encourage you to <coughs> excuse me, write those things and have those discussions. Uh, and the last quick practical question, I didn't, I didn't have quite an answer on that. I just think that it's going to be different for everybody. So uh, read those questions. Take your prayer requests. I always encourage you guys, make sure prayer requests is, is a part of your group time. Um, again, don't, don't feel like you got to stick to the notes on everything that, that you know, we put in blue on the notes. Um, oftentimes the best answers are the answers that, that the Holy Spirit maybe touched your heart on as you as you, as you were studying and, and answering these questions yourself. But as always, if you have questions, don't hesitate to call. Shoot me an email. I'd love to, love to help any way I can. Um, but all your notes should be uploaded at this point. Uh, your, your participant's guide, you can send that to your group and your leader's guide uh, in the video. Uh, reminder, the password for the video is PSALM23, all caps. Password for the video, once again, is PSALM23 all caps, and the password for the leader's guide is community. Once again, the password for the leader's guide is community. So uh, hopefully that will help you this week. Um, it's good to be with you guys. I'm glad group is back in session this week. We had a great first Wednesday. And uh, again, uh, this week, uh, if you're going to remind your groups to read, um, they, should, they should read uh, chapters uh, 5 and 6 this week and uh, and then next week we'll get into week four session four the week of the 17th and then session uh, five uh, the week of the 24th and then we'll have another first Wednesday on November 3rd okay so uh, if you have questions call me shoot me an email I'd love to help you uh, otherwise have a great week and I look forward to seeing you guys on Sunday God bless you